Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, an anti-diet registered dietitian nutritionist. And hey, happy Monday. How are you? How are you feeling in your body today? How are you feeling in your body today? Maybe take a moment to take some deep breaths, connect with yourself. If you can connect your mind to your body for just a moment as you start today, as you start your work week, I think you'll find that you attract different energy today than you would if you are in like the rat race, hamster wheel of chaos in your mind. At least that's where I reside a lot of the time. And I'm finding that when we get grounded and we connect our mind to our body, we invite a different kind of energy or we evoke a different kind of energy from other people. It's magnetic. That grounding presence, that welcoming, inviting energy that says, I'm able to hold whatever emotion that you come at me with, I have a level head. I have a grounded presence. Oh, that kind of resilience invites people in. That, that it, is, it is magnetic. It is attractive. It is, oh, it is so, um, that resilience makes other people just feel, I think, calm and comfortable and invited into where you are. And that's something that I strive to embody every day, especially around my nine month old who (laughs) often, you know, wants my attention. We're all around the house. I'm always like, don't touch that. Don't do this. You know, if I can just be in a grounded state, I feel I can love her more. And that gives me in turn so much more energy, you know, in so much more intentional time. But if I am always in my mind, as I often am, I'm not perfect. But if I'm in my mind and I'm wanting to do 50 million things while, you know, watching her, I go to bed at night thinking like I wasn't intentional with Amelia and I didn't get all the things that I wanted to get done. But in the days where I feel like I am grounded and connected with myself, I get to spend more intentional time with her and more intentional time doing my tasks or spending time like with you here on the show. And as a new mom, I'm just realizing that. And I think that if I brought the same energy into a workplace or into my relationships or into the tasks that I have for the day, I'll be able to attract more, you know, energy from people that are able to feel like calm and invited in this space. And I think that that fosters productivity, that fosters creativity and imagination and problem solving and all of the things that like we want to do to feel productive and complete during the course of a day. So that's why I always advocate for connecting with yourself. It doesn't have to be like an hour long meditation. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be whatever you think it has to be. It is just whatever it is for you to connect your mind to your body. And oftentimes that includes ridding stimuli from your environment. So like if you need to close your eyes, if you need to just like have some like mind numbing music going on in the background, or if you just need some like 
calm in your car. I actually just saw this, um, you know, like, you know, those quotes on Instagram or whatever, um, you know, like a Twitter kind of quote on Instagram. It said, um, if you just need to sit in your car for a moment, I feel you. And do you ever have those moments where you just sit in your car and there's no music playing and you just close your eyes and you just take a second for yourself? That's exactly what I'm saying to do. <laughs> I know that moment. I know that, that feeling um, and that need of just like being with yourself for a moment, taking that time to connect. I think that that's really powerful. And I think that that can change the trajectory of a day. And I'm a really, you know, busy kind of frantic person a lot of the time. And so that's why I'm coming to you with this message, because I know it's hard to just stop the world for a moment, but try it on, see what it might feel like to stop your world for a moment and to just connect with your body and ask yourself that question. How are you feeling in your body today? I'm going to stop like pounding that horse into the ground though, moving forward (laughs) in future podcasts, but I'll lead with that question and then kind of get into the topic. And I'm going to do that right now. The topic that I want to talk about today with you on the show is, um, (laughs) I forgot for a moment. I just remembered obsessive food thoughts. This is an important conversation. I've had obsessive food thoughts when I had a really poor relationship with food. I felt like my mind couldn't get off the track of thinking about food constantly. And this is a common, um, a common circumstance that clients come to me with. They might say, Alicia, I don't know why I just can't stop seeming to think about food. Food is on my mind all the time. And in this show, I just want to talk briefly about why food is on our mind all the time and a common reason why it is and how we can kind of resolve that so we can free up more of our mental space to thinking about things other than food during the course of the day, because let's be real. We've got fish to fry. You know, like we've got bigger things in life to worry about than food. And if you are obsessing about food, it might first and foremost be an indicator that you might have some work to do on your relationship with food. And that's okay. It's just like this kind of reminder of how, um, how your world right now might be revolving around food and how we can maybe start to detach from that so that you can start to think about life differently. If you are frustrated thinking about food all the time, and if you are kind of feeling like annoyed maybe too about having to think about food all the time, that can be an indication of your readiness to to explore how life might be like not thinking about food all the time. If you're cool with thinking about food all the time, that might mean that you're kind of well into your poor relationship with food right now and that you might not be ready to explore life beyond that. But if you are frustrated because you're like, oh, I just ate. Why am I thinking about food? I'm annoyed that I'm thinking about food. I'm annoyed that I'm not doing the things that I wanted. I want to do because I'm thinking about food. It's an indicator like that's a great thing. It's saying, oh, the mind wants to be free of this. The mind wants to be out. It wants out of thinking about food all the time. It's annoyed by it. It's frustrated by it. We're going to leverage that frustration and those annoying feelings to catapult us in, to be like the driving force behind how we can get out of it. So here's, we can get out of it. Um, what What I see clients struggle with when they are constantly thinking about food, the root of that issue is that they're actually hungry and they're not eating enough. 
the reason why you might be thinking about food all the time is because the body needs food. And it might be because you're not feeding your body enough food. When we are satiated, we often can leave a food experience feeling complete and that food experience and that we can move on and focus on the next task. But if we are not eating enough, food exists in the mind as the first, um, as the first way that the, that the body tells your mind that it's still hungry. Food is constantly on the mind for people that are still maybe needing a little bit more food or needing more food to feel completely full and complete and satisfied with the food experience. So if you are constantly thinking about food, think about if you are feeling satisfied and complete after food experiences regularly. Typically in diet culture, we are told that less is better in regards to the food experience, right? Eat this lower calorie thing, eat less calories, eat less fat, eat less sugar. And so when we're trying to abide by all of those food rules and we craft like this low calorie, low fat, low sugar, low everything meal, that's typically also low on satisfaction, it typically isn't enough to propel us or to give us enough energy for hours before our next meal. We get hungry sooner because the body is like, hello, I'm needing more food. And when the body is trying to tell us it needs more food, it exists in the mind. And that cycle in the mind of like what to eat then starts all over. And it's just like, gosh, but I just ate. I just had the smoothie. I just had the meal. I just had the snack. Why am I thinking about food? It could be because you're hungry. And that's a common thing that I see my clients kind of struggle with is feeling like they're always eating and they're always hungry. And it might be because the body actually isn't truly satisfied. So today I encourage you to think of how satisfied are you after mealtimes? Are you truly physically full? Are you more than physically full, are you mentally and emotionally satisfied after your food experience? Did you get all you needed from that food experience? Are you often wishing that there was something at your meal that you didn't have? Did you skip on the cheese? Did you skip on the guac? Did you skip on the dessert or the extra thing that you wanted but didn't allow yourself to have? That can, <laughs> that can lead you to thinking more about that thing you didn't allow yourself to have because you weren't truly satisfied or complete with that food experience. And so the mind is still feeling gypped. The mind is still feeling like it didn't get all of what it needed from that experience. And so it's still telling you, still giving you those signals in the mind of it needs it. It wants it. And that for some of us that can prompt a binging episode later. And this is where we see there's restricting and binging because we deprived and now we're over full. And that's the, bo that's the body just saying my needs weren't met before and I'm having to overcompensate for my needs now because it's available or because we're finding, finally allowing ourselves permission to have that food. And so today, again, how can we complete our food experience? How can we achieve physical fullness and also mental and emotional satisfaction? Is there something missing from our mealtimes that is preventing us from feeling like that experience is complete so we can move on?
instead of being at odds with those food thoughts in your mind, I'm asking you right now to ask yourself, is my body not getting something that it needs? Is my, is my body needing more food at mealtimes? Or is it feeling deprived after mealtimes? What could I give my body to more fully nourish it and complete that food experience so that it can move on? If you are actually um, also, uh, last caveat to this conversation, if you're feeling like you're not feeling safe to feel fullness, if feeling full feels scary, that might also prevent you from feeling that physical fullness at mealtimes. And that's where food can often still exist in the mind too, because we're not allowing ourselves to get to that point of fullness. And so we constantly feel deprived as well. That can be a reason why food is still existing in the mind. This is the body protecting you. This is the body telling you what it needs. And it's trying to tell you that it needs more food. Oftentimes, this isn't always the case, but it can be one of the reasons why you're always thinking about food, if that's you. What could you do to make your food experiences more complete? Are you achieving physical fullness at mealtimes? And are you feeling emotionally satisfied after mealtimes? Are you having a conscious food experience? Are you in with the food while you're eating and enjoying the food too? These are all layers that play into us ruminating on food throughout the course of a day. It can be an indicator that our needs just aren't being met. So meet those thoughts with compassion. Oh, I see mind that you're thinking about food again. Oh, you might be thinking about food for a reason. What could that reason be? How am I feeling? Again, like we talked at the beginning of the episode, like connecting your mind with the body, you'll have to connect your mind with your body for this. And you'll have to ask yourself that question. How are you feeling body? How are you physically feeling? Are you physically feeling like you need more food right now? What might that feel like? What might it feel like to feed myself more right now? Can I offer myself that permission? Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Take a moment if this served you to subscribe to the show. Subscribe to The Kitchen Table. You'll get a notification every Monday and Thursday that a new episode is launched. So I look forward to you joining every Monday and Thursday. Hit that subscribe button. Screenshot and share this episode too if somebody else needs to hear this message. If you heard it from a friend that they're constantly thinking about food and they're frustrated, send them this episode. And lastly, if you get a moment, rate the episode as well. I always love hearing your feedback and how much you love the show. That means so much. This is my pride and joy being with you here every Monday at the kitchen table. So thank you for being with me. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you on Thursday for another rockin' interview. Take care.